Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious corner booth of said Catholic Cafe. And here we are with uh, Tom Dorian. I love that sidekick. Tune. I love that tune. Do you? You, you just yeah. hum it all the time, don't you? Yeah, man. It's just catchy. Makes you dance. It's like the Beach Boys. Yeah. Became Catholic. Makes or something. you want to sing along. Uh, yeah, it does. I wish there were some words. The, gonna, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we're going to write some words for that. Yes. Uh, but you know what? We're no, no singing in this particular episode. Thank you. Uh, we are going to, but we'll, what we're going to do. Our, your audience thanks you as well. That's exactly right. What we're going to do yes. is we're going to talk about RCIA. Okay, that's cool. And so probably. A lot of people are wondering, like, well, wait a second. What's RCIA? And now a lot of people yeah. already know what it is. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know what it is. So that's why we figured we'd do a show on Might it. Might as well talk about Does it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Everything that comes out of your mouth makes sense. Yeah, that's the way I like to tell people. <laughs> and But they have a blank look on their face when I say that. Uh-huh. So I'm not 100% sure they're ticking that all in. No, actually, it makes sense. I think it's a great idea. Well, we're going to do it. So great. Do it. For those of you who don't know. Here we go. RCIA. It means something. Right? It yep. stands for the right of Christian initiation of adults. There you go. So it's the church's way in which someone would be initiated into the faith. And the right. reason why we chose to talk about it now is because right about now, mm-hmm. when people are listening to this show, you know, school's starting back up. We've all been to buy the pencils and the book bags and all that kind of stuff. And we all got our, our schedules are coming in and we're seeing what's happening for this next year. And uh, it might start getting cool here pretty soon. But, you know, this time of year is a, sort of a, a time to kick off that school and the learning and whatnot. And it's also the time that you will see that we start to kick off the RCIA programs. Right. In each one of the parishes. Right. So as we get into our schooling and our kids start getting into schooling, now we start to look around and say, well, who here is interested in becoming Catholic? Yeah. And so it's a natural time in which we're going to start this program, the RCIA program. Makes sense. Now, this is a really important um, process that we go through, uh, this RCIA process. And a lot of people might start to say, well, first of all, what is it? Mm-hmm. What is it that we actually do at RCIA? Why would we even have sure. an RCIA? Because if you were, Tom, if you decide you want to be Baptist. Yes, sir. You would just march yourself down to, you know, Second Street Baptist Church or mm-hmm. whatever, Mount Olivet something Baptist Church. Right. And you would say, I would like to be Baptist. And they would say, well, you know, come to our services Sunday morning mm-hmm. and we'll call you down the aisle. You'll make a profession of faith. Yep. We'll go up there and we'll dunk you. Perfect. Right. You yep. get baptized into that congregation. Yes. And you're pretty much a member of that Baptist church now. Not a lengthy process. Not necessarily a lengthy process. And then right. they'll have programs. A lot of the churches will have programs to kind of help you as a as a new Christian, kind right. of get your arms around all this stuff and start, right. start to understand it. But you essentially that profession of faith is is what does it for you, right? Right. Well, in the in the RCIA process, in the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. it's a little different. Uh, just a tad. It's a, well, it's a big tad. It's a yes. huge tad. Yes. Right? So what happens is uh, you will have uh, uh, people call up and say, hey, you know, I'm really interested in becoming Catholic. Right. And so you say, well, that sounds great. We'd love to tell Get you more about it. your calendar out. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, and we start this process. Right. And typically parishes will start it in, you know, August, September right. time frame. Right. And it will run all the way to Easter. Easter. Right. So – 
you know, people think, well, wait a second, why does it have to be so long? What is it you guys do? I don't. I, if I want to become Baptist, I just go over there and, you know, take a swim and I'm, you know, profess my faith and I'm Baptist. It's actually a great question if you think about it. Well, what what we do mm-hmm. is we make sure people understand what it is they're professing. And what I want to read is, uh, you know, the the right of Christian initiation of adults is actually a right that takes that is found in what's called the Roman Ritual, which is a okay. big, giant document okay. put forth uh, by the Second Vatican Council. Okay. Pope Paul VI put this thing out. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the rights that's in there, and it's about that, 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 that process of initiation. Okay. And in the introduction of the right of Christian initiation of adults, mm-hmm. paragraph one, the very first paragraph you read in this little document, this mm-hmm. part of this bigger document, you read this, the right of Christian initiation presented here is designed for adults who, after hearing the mystery of Christ proclaimed, consciously and freely seek the living God and enter the way of faith and conversion as the Holy Spirit opens their hearts. By God's help, they will be strengthened spiritually during their preparation and at the proper time will receive the sacraments fruitfully. So as you see... It was always intended, and this is from the very beginning of the document, the mm-hmm. very beginning of the explanation of the rite, mm-hmm. you see that you've got to hear the mystery of Christ proclaimed. Yeah. Right? You, so you need to know, what, what are we proclaiming here? What does the gospel say? What does the church teach? Right. So we want you to know everything, and then, only after then, do you consciously and freely seek or choose to join the church. Right. So it's a, it's a free will decision that you have to make. I wonder what it was like before that. Before Vatican II, well, you similar know process. That's a very good question, and there were various uh, there were various things that happened in the in the his, historically. Mm-hmm. You can go all the way back to the early church. Oh, I know you can see it back there. And what you find out, it's interesting. What you find out is a lot of people complain now. Say like, why do you Catholics? It takes like you know six to nine months to become Catholic. Yeah, back then it was years. Yeah, it was like three or four years. Yeah, three years minimum, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you know, and so uh, that it was a tougher road to hoe back yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, but up until the re, uh, you know in our Modern near times. recent past, you used to come in when you you would get instruction. You'd get instruction from a priest or or someone would be charged with giving instruction. Mm-hmm. And then after that period of time, then you would be brought into church. And there were various rites and things that were set up set apart to to create that uh, that moment for you to become right. baptized as an adult. Right. But. The reality is now we have – it's a much more formal process. It's very typical. In fact, it's what the church calls ordinary. It's the ordinary way in which a person would convert into the Catholic faith. Okay. There is still that extraordinary way, though. Okay. There's still that way of that private instruction where you can come and meet with somebody – uh, and then at the end of the, the process, then the uh, the pastor of that parish would deem you. That's usually extenuating circumstances, though, isn't it? Typically, yeah. yeah. Typically, but really, the the beautiful thing about the RCIA program is you become you get a sense of community. Right? Oh, absolutely. You, you meet with other folks that are like you on a journey. Right. And you start to find, and then together as a sort of a, a class, you right. start to learn. Yeah. And there's lots of varieties out there. There's big classes. There's little classes. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's year round programs. And there's multiple programs. Originally, really, ideally, the RCIA process is separated between those who are Christian already. In other words, they're baptized into a Christian tradition, but not Catholic. And those who are not baptized are usually or typically in two separate tracks. But a lot of parishes, a lot of churches, a lot of dioceses will kind of combine those because of the resources and trying to get a 
two separate classes going. It's a challenge. Uh, it can be a challenge. Yeah. And so they've adapted in many dioceses this idea that you have candidates for full communion and catechumens who are destined for uh, full communion through starting with baptism. Right. You'll have those in the same groups typically. Right. And it culminates, it comes to fruition. If the Lord is willing and you are willing, it comes to fruition at the Easter Vigil. Right? It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful opportunity to come together with Holy Mother Church in full communion with all the other folks there. And it's all the beautiful ritual, all the beautiful liturgy that's there. It's beautiful. It's spectacular. It's all of that. And you should go anyway, yeah. even if you're not coming just into the church or know someone's coming into church. Just, just to experience that because yeah. it makes you feel like, yeah, I'm Catholic. You're right. You get all your senses are, are fired oh, yeah. up yeah. Uh, at that point. Now, this process is indeed, I said, six to nine months. Mm-hmm. You know, it typically takes almost a full school year, as it were. Uh, and, and it's a long process. And you think, well, why is it so long? Right. Well, mainly it's because we got so much to talk about. 2,000 years of stuff. Well, that historically is exactly right. You want right. to talk about all the history and help people understand how the church got to where she is now and why right. she looks like what she does, and et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, all these different doctrines, all these dogmas, all these teachings, all the stuff that the Catholic Church has been professing for 2,000 years, we lay it all out there, right? We give you a strong basis of every aspect of the, the church's teaching. We, we talk about the moral teaching. We talk about the liturgical teaching. We talk about um, the sacramental teaching. All of these aspects, we bring them all and lay them all out on the table because a lot of people you know, need to know all this stuff. Well, they want to know. They need to know. There's a lot of stuff. And, well, how can you assent to something? And you want to, to go something? in with your eyes wide exactly, open. Exactly. How can you assent to something, agree to something, right. if your eyes weren't open? That's true. How can you assent and agree if you don't know what it is? You can't. You know, people, I've, every once in a while, bump into somebody who slipped through the cracks, right? And, they, and they, so I've been Catholic for 10 years, and I've never gone to confession. I don't really believe in confession. It's like, well, I don't know how you got into the church <laughs> in that way, because... Certainly, that program you, would you have been have designed done. right, well, or it slipped through the cracks. And that's, that's, that's where it's problematic. You don't want to do that. Right. right. You want to get everything. You want to have it all presented to you so you understand all the teaching, yeah. so you can embrace it all. Gets back to that big pizza, right. doesn't it? And see, for us, that's exactly right. All the, uh, you get to see all, all the anchovies the along with the pepperonis and all the cheese. All of it. But y- you want to make sure that people totally embrace everything that the church teaches before they assent and say, yes, I want to come into full communion with Mother Church. Yeah. And so, obviously, that's a long, arduous process. Yep. And even, interestingly, more than that, some people don't come in the first year. Right? I had one guy, uh, a wonderful old man, 82 years old, wanted to become Catholic, and he, he went through the whole first year, and at the end of the first year, he asked a lot of questions, very inquisitive, wanted to know the truth. We, he loved the classes, loved talking, loved discussions. We, had, we met many times, uh, you know, off the clock talking. At the end of the year, I said, you ready? And he said, no, I'm not ready. So he came back the next year. He went through the whole second year and asked questions and, and engaged, talked, enjoyed the company of all the folks around him. And at the end of the year, I said, are you ready finally? He said, no, I'm not ready. He went good through it three, that's good though, you know? three that's, years. That's a good thing, though. Three years after the third year. At the end, I said, I know you're not ready. You want to come four years, don't you? He goes, no, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> he threw me for a loop. I think he was waiting for me to make that, that he assumption. He was. But it was, it was wonderful. And, yeah. uh, you know, and the, the beautiful thing of this is the Lord called him home like right after that. Oh, wow. The guy came all the way on this journey. He found his home in the Catholic Church, and he went to be with God right after that. It was just it's such a beautiful um, part of my life to experience that. And I'll tell people that story all the time when I start RCIAs because I want them to understand, hey, take your time. Right. 
take your time. Right. You know, you'd have to know. You have to know that you're being called. Right. And you have to fully understand everything. So this is your opportunity to do that's, that. That's great. All right. We're going to talk more about what it is and who's supposed to be doing this RCIA process mm-hmm. when we get back. Before we do that, I want to remind folks at home that we have a wonderful website. It's www.thecatholiccafe.com. Uh, and also, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, you want to know about RCIA or any other kind of questions, send me an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And so with that, we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Even though you may diligently search the scriptures, you will not find the word Trinity there. Much like many other doctrines like purgatory, the Holy Trinity can be best understood in light of a combination of sacred tradition alongside sacred scripture. There's a very old and interesting tradition concerning the teaching of the Trinity, usually attributed to St. Patrick, a bishop of Ireland. When St. Patrick arrived in Ireland as a priest, the Emerald Isle was predominantly pagan, and there was a well-established practice of polytheism, the worship of multiple gods. St. Patrick made it his personal goal to win the island over to the one true God and his one church. At great personal risk, he fought tirelessly in this holy endeavor. A particular stumbling block for many of the polytheists was the Catholic understanding of the Holy Trinity. How can you say that you worship one God, but pray to three, they would ask. St. Patrick is said to have used a very novel and successful illustration to help them understand the Trinity. Perhaps he got this idea from reading St. Paul's letter to the Romans. In chapter 1, verse 20, Paul says, Ever since the creation of the world, his invisible nature, namely his eternal power and deity, have been clearly perceived in the things that have been made. Legend has it St. Patrick displayed a piece of shamrock, a three-leafed variety of clover common to the area. He asked those to whom he was ministering, is this one leaf or is it three? After a thoughtful pause, they would reply, it is both one leaf and three. St. Patrick would simply say, and so it is with God. The use of the shamrock to better illustrate the Holy Trinity, one God and three persons, is still used today and serves as a wonderful starting point for discussions about the Trinity and its place as a foundational doctrine of the faith. St. Patrick was very effective as a Catholic missionary in Ireland. He personally welcomed thousands into the church through the sacrament of baptism. He ordained hundreds of Irish Catholic priests, set up many churches throughout the country, and founded many monasteries all of which kept the fires of faith burning in Ireland for years to come. Though he was not Irish himself, the people of the Emerald Isle have taken him as their own, making him the patron saint of Ireland. His feast day is March 17th. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting here with my sidekick, wingman. There you go. Tom Dorian. So you Tom, got your radio voice on, I hear we, it. We are, we are we're talking about RCIA. And we people are. out there are probably going, well, that was all great. 
Uh, you know, but I know what it is, but who needs to go to this thing? I, a good and, question. And because and, a lot of people have those questions. Yeah. Even Catholics will have those questions about oh, who's, yeah. who's supposed to go to RCA and who doesn't. First and foremost, we talked a little bit about it in, in that first segment, but first and foremost, RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults, is designed for those who are unchurched, those who have not been baptized. Okay. And so in that situation, then you would you would give them the all the information you'd start at the beginning right you know who is god and you'd go from there and all the bases. you know what did god do he created and crea- creation fell and how did he save uh, creation through uh, jesus and the incarnation and what did jesus do when he was here he built the church and what does the church do develop you know dole out the sacraments and the grace mm-hmm. and you know you start going well systematically you present all of this to those people then at the end of that process, then they would discern and decide, you know, right. in a free will fashion, is this the place for me? Is right. God calling me into full communion with the Catholic Church? And so what you want to do is give them that opportunity. And so you present all that stuff. And that's designed for the person who knows nothing. So if you know absolutely nothing about any church, any religion, any God, that's you can show up in RCIA yeah. and you can do that. Right? But you throw everybody in there with them. That's exactly right. And yeah. why? And you might ask, because also in that room, we have so many different people and so many different journeys, but also you'll find people who have been, they're Christian already. Uh, that was one of my questions. They've you been baptized in, in another faith tradition, right. but not Catholic. Right. And so in that setting, some people think, well, I already know about God, and I already know about this, and I don't know about that. And you, know, and, and you think, well, do you? Right. So maybe this is a good time. You know, there's, you're never too old to learn. No. Right? And so in that setting, we in, in RCI, we will, it makes perfect sense that the person who was baptized, say, uh, Presbyterian or Methodist or Baptist and Church of Christ or whatever, and, and they feel a calling to the Catholic Church, that they, that they hear it from the beginning. That makes sense. And we do it in a way that is interesting. We don't bore them with these great, you know, memorize all these dates and it's, it's a historical presentation. It's not. It's 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 fun. It's inviting, and it causes you to ask questions. Absolutely, and it's done from a Catholic perspective, and and that's the important thing, so that people understand uh, what decision they're getting ready to make. Right. So there are those who are already Christian who are mm-hmm. in the RCIA program, and again, like I said, ideally, you know, you've got a a, a big huge staff at your church, and you've got lots of volunteers, you've got plenty of space and room, two classrooms, and you got and you got a classroom that's set up over there for the the people who've been baptized already, and then over here for the people that haven't been baptized. But most of the time, that's not available. Um, typically, it's not the case. And right. so a lot of times, you'll hear all these great conversion stories, and people come into church, and they always come into church at the Easter Vigil. Right. And it's a beautiful thing anyway it for is. that to happen. But all that aside, other people who are in RCIA, mm-hmm. the other folks you'll find in that room, you'll also find Catholics in there. Oh, yeah. A variety of different kinds of Catholics. Yeah. Um, you'll have Catholics that you meet and, and – uh, Somehow again slipped through the cracks. Right, they were they were baptized into the Catholic faith, but you know life comes at us and things change and parents divorce or fortunes uh, get altered. People move. Uh, they don't. They kind of fall away from the church and yeah. church isn't as big of a part of their life for whatever reason. And all of a sudden you'll you'll I'll meet somebody who's uh, a young adult or an adult. You know, I was baptized Catholic, but I never had my first communion or. I was baptized, went to my first penance, had my first communion. I don't remember anything after that. I didn't go back to church, and I didn't get confirmed. 
And so, in the, so there are a lot of those kind of folks who haven't right. received first Eucharist and have not received their confirmation right. that you will encounter in RCI because they they have a there's a something has happened in their life they just want to know more they want to get involved in their church again and yeah. they want to go back to you know something that just they feel called to go back just to get a refresher yeah, yeah nothing wrong with that well but not not so much just a refresher but they want to complete the sacraments yeah. of initiation yeah. and see that's 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 important because this is the rite of christian initiation mm-hmm. and if we want to go back to our catholic school days we know that there are how many s- sacraments? Seven. There are seven. And how many sacraments of initiation are there? Three. There are three. Tom, oh, you're, you're, you're brilliant. Thank you. Good thing we don't have a camera showing. I looked, I looked over your shoulder. I Very saw the good. note. I'm teasing you. Tom, you knew that. <laughs> but we have three sacraments of initiation. Three sacraments that where we take a step toward God, where right. we initiate our relationship with God, mm-hmm. where it completes our initiation at the end of it. So the first one is baptism. Mm-hmm. The second one is Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is confirmation. So baptism, Eucharist, confirmation. In that, in that uh, setting, in the way that we do it in, in the United States, you, you have initiated your relationship fully with God, and right. you're, you're a child of God, and you're a member of the church you know, in, in full communion. Yeah. But there are those that kind of, Missed out on the Eucharist and missed out on the confirmation, or got the Eucharist but missed out on the confirmation. Right. Important things happen on confirmation. We need to do a show about confirmation. We do. Talk about the the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you don't got those, we you're do. kind of going through. We life could do crippled. several shows on that actually. But exactly, you're right. We do need to do one. So, so we have those Catholics that need to complete their sacraments of initiation. But you also have Catholics that just want to go back and pick up something here and there. Or oh, just absolutely. No, yeah. and absolutely. So we have different kinds of Catholics in that room, right? Well, we have the the unchurched. Right. Right? The uh, the people who have not been baptized at all. Yeah. Then we have those who have been baptized. They're Christian, but they've been baptized in a different faith than Catholicism. Right. Then we have the Catholics who haven't completed their sacraments of initiation. Right. And then we have those Catholics, like you're pointing out, that just they want to know more. Right. And this is probably one of the more important groups that shows up in RCI. And a lot of people think, well, what are you doing here? You, you're already, you've already got the diploma on the wall. Right. <laughs> right? right. What, what right. do you need to do? It's like, oh, no, no, no. You said the word refresher. Right. Nowadays, we need to know what our church teaches. Yeah. And I really encourage people, if they can't go, they don't have to go to all of them, but, you know, find the schedule because every, you know, every RCIA program that does the right thing will have a published schedule. This is what we're talking about. This is what we cover right. on these given nights. You know what? If, you, if you're having problems with some of the moral teachings of the church, yeah. go when they're teaching and talking about that. Yeah. Because you're going to be in a room with people who have no idea what's going on, and you're going to hear it all kind of like with fresh ears. Yeah. And it's, yeah. A, it's a great opportunity. So if you need to brush up on your sacraments, if you need to find out more about uh, you know, a life of prayer or why you confess your sins to a priest, if you, yeah. if you need to find these things out, RCI is an excellent place to go. It is. And see, so we have Catholics that just want to refresh her. We also have Catholics in there that are already in full communion with the church, mm-hmm. and they actually want to come and help. Right. Right. They want to give back. Yeah. And so either they come to uh, uh, to sponsor somebody yeah. or to lead table discussions or to help with some of the catechesis or teaching. Right. Or maybe they just want to sit there and kind of take it all in and, and be there as part of the, the food or hospitality ministry or something. Right. But it's really a great opportunity. It's a great ministry. It's a great time to to keep that Catholic community alive. Yeah, and, and community is a key word there for Helping that. folks see that you're not just going to – you don't get a diploma in the wallet. It sits in your office and no one sees it. Right. You you live your Catholic faith. Right. Right? So you live it. You're constantly learning. You're constantly exactly. giving back. Community. Which is why we don't give diplomas. Right. Right? We 
we give sacraments. I got one. I don't know about you. Yeah, well. <laughs> I did. They want to make you, you cried if you didn't get yeah, one. Well, they want to make you feel you know, good. Yes, you might get a nice trophy. little certificate or something, a little cross, <laughs> a little token of their appreciation. Don't tell him he's the only one. Congratulations. But <laughs> let me just say this. The most important thing we give are the sacraments. Absolutely. See, that's what this is all about. It's Absolutely. About, and, and that's what that introduction to the right of Christian initiation of you, adults. You are said. right. And it said at the very beginning, by God's help, they will be strengthened spiritually during their preparation and at the proper time will receive the sacraments fruitfully. Yep. So these sacraments bear grace to us. Yep. And and what a, there's no better way to receive these sacraments than in the full knowledge of what the church teaches and the full consent and agreement right. of all that the church teaches. Yeah. Uh, that's when you know you're home. Absolutely. Full communion. That's what that's all about. Absolutely. So that's a beautiful thing. Now, a lot of people think like, well, that's, that sounds neat, but I'm kind of um, tapped right now. I don't have a lot of money. And so I, I, before I go to the, you know, this college of Catholic thought or whatever, you know, how much college is this going to cost? <laughs> well, I'm going to let you know. If it's your class, I can tell you you can't afford it. No, it's not. It's goose egg. It's zero. It's free. You can't afford not to go. That's it's exactly free. right. That's it's right. A free, grace is a free gift, and, and this knowledge of grace is a free gift. Yeah. Um, and so RCIA programs do not cost any money. Right. There, and in fact, what's cool about this, there's no obligation. Remember I told you the story with the guy with three years. This, sounds, know, like, this there, sounds like a commercial. You can go all the way through that whole year, and at the end, right as you're getting ready to process you know, and you're getting ready to come up and say yes. You can say no. You can say no. Yeah, I'm not ready. It's kind of like a wedding, you know? Yeah. You don't want to leave them on the altar, but you know what? You can. <laughs> you can. It's, it's, it has to be done with, yeah, you with can. You're right, full but consent. Ouch. Yeah, I know. But yeah. the reality is some people just aren't ready. Some people yeah. want to know more. And it's, a, it's some of the, diff, some of the, 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 the topics, are, especially the, the, the difficult moral ones, are just a little harder to grasp. They're tough. You're right. Yeah. And so it's really good that, that people have that opportunity and, and, and that free will. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, do you, what, what should you do? What you should do is you should encourage people. You should encourage people to, to, jo- to go to the RCIA program. Yep. You should go yourself. You should. Find out what's going on. You and should. You, should, you should take the time. Because you know what? Here's the interesting thing. When people go to RCIA, if you ask them anecdotally, like, hey, why would you come? Because it's usually because someone asked them yeah. or someone mentioned to them about being Catholic. Yeah. So take that opportunity. To, if you're already Catholic – you know, either you can go or you can certainly offer that to somebody else and help them see the beauty. Right. Maybe you recognize in them that they're they're longing for something or they're seeking or they're unfulfilled in some way. And this is a great opportunity to help them find that, it really that is. fullness. It really is. Right? So that's a beautiful thing. So we pray for those folks. In fact, what we probably ought to do is let's close our show in prayer. And we're going to pray for those folks who are considering the RCIA program. Great. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Holy Mother Church. By our membership in this great and holy institution, we receive the graces you so richly bestow upon us. We ask you to bless us on our journey and bless those who are discerning your will in their lives at this time. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at The Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table.